All right. It's Amina's House Podcast, episode 156. Hey, 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 Amina, say what? I'm Shayna B. I'm Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. And we have Dexter Stuckey joining what? us in the clutch. <laughs> Dex, I was all scared like someone's mama. I was like, I hope he's OK. Where is Dex? I'm like, I text you. Are you alive? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she was really worried, like legit worried. So I got a text message from Amazon that my um, box was downstairs. So I run downstairs. I, I, the phone was up here. So I run downstairs to get the box real quick. And my neighbor was down there and she fell. So I was trying to make sure she was okay. Oh, no. And I, I didn't know, what, I don't know where she lives. Like which, oh, which unit she lives in. So I'm like, well, who can I get to help you? I gotta go. I gotta show to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you left a little lady? <laughs> Actually, it's. Somebody else is down there, but she is still down there. You love us. I feel bad. (laughs) Uh, Dex, so it's funny. Before you were hopping on the podcast, we were like, oh, man, Dex had to talk about Ashanti and Keisha on Saturday. (laughs) I actually joked and said, you somewhere getting ready for verses. (laughs) I've been preparing. (laughs) How do you prepare for that? For verses, you know, I've been listening to all the songs. Like last night, I did all of Ashanti's songs. Like I listened to every song she's ever put out, like her albums. Today, I'm going to do the features. And then uh, <laughs> Thursday, I'm going to do all the, uh, the unreleased singles and everything, just to make sure I'm fully v- vested in verses. Oh. The unreleased singles <laughs> crazy. You don't, you don't, you can stop. <laughs> Dexter, you know it's only 20 songs, right? They only get, I say, I was trying to put together my own list to see the best 20. That's what I'm trying to do now. I'm really trying to put together a, a list. Cause I want, cause I feel like if I leave it up to her, she'll be putting stuff in there that I'd be like, why would you put that? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to get uh, a Ashanti, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to say that about Keisha. Keisha knows what songs to play. Keisha got them. Uh, does, she have, does she have more than 20? Yes, yeah, she, <laughs> <does. laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> Yo, when when Keisha plays Heaven Sent, I'm gonna shed a tear. Sent from Heaven. I love that song. That's one of my favorite Keisha Cole songs. It is my favorite Keisha Cole song, Sent from Heaven. Yep, Heaven Sent. Oh, when Monica played it on her versus battle. Yeah. It was amazing. So so now that you're formulating your list, are you gonna be disappointed? Like. Is she been, oh, okay. Oh, I just wanted. Okay. I wish you would play something that I didn't. T- I didn't think you should play. <laughs> Your list probably gonna be better than hers. <laughs> For sure. I think better singing. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? I stopped doing lists because I forgot what artist it was. I was like invested, and I did my list, and then they like didn't play any of the songs. And it, it it's like when you go to a concert. And you you wait for them to do a song and they only do like half the song and then they move on. Like, mm-hmm. bro, this is your best song. Why wouldn't you play this? <laughs> Trey Songs does that. And I remember him. I remember one day I watched the interview. He said there's some songs that he did that he just doesn't like. So he doesn't like to perform them. Ashanti's like that. Her song, like, um, like Rock With You, like the All Baby song. All Baby! Just because of what you just did. I think she says that she doesn't like that song. Like, she, it's like one of her bigger songs, like, chart-wise. But she doesn't like to perform it. She doesn't like to do it. And I think it's because it's like, the lyrics are kind of like baby lyrics. You know what I mean? They're, they're not like, they're, they're well, not much. she's not much of a lyricist here, Dexter. She better sing them lyrics as a good song. <laughs> so um are we gonna be mad if ja rule doesn't show up in some way absolutely not i mean uh, <laughs> he probably should not be there like why is he there if he should like for what reason is he there he's on like half the songs uh yeah but let let ashanti be in her glory ja rule always trying to do something and it always pops <laughs> And that's no disrespect to him. I'm a huge fan of his work, but it, it just always, it never works out in the end for him for some reason. Leave her alone. Let Ashanti prosper on her night. <laughs> and yeah, don't, uh-uh. Mind your business, Jaro. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> so no fi- firefly incidents, right? <laughs> as soon as he jumps on the screen, that's all we're going to talk about. Like, are you going to explain that? Like, we want to talk about that. <laughs> we want our money back. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so uh, let's get into what's in our feed, because I was very uh, surprised at, to see that a lot of people are interested in the Selena uh, mm-hmm. series on Netflix. It's actually been number one on Netflix for a couple of days now. I didn't realize so many people were interested in Selena. Wow. I love Selena. We love Selena. Yeah. Oh my God, I Anything love her too. <laughs> you know what's crazy? They don't have that part in the Netflix series. So, uh, so I actually didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but by a couple of reviews that I got from it, I'm going to ask you since you watched it, uh, they questioned like the budget of it a little bit. They said that the budget <laughs> could have been better or something like that. Is that true from my period? That is so shady. They say it looks low budget. A little bit. And they were actually upset. They said that the series is really, really, really good and really dope. They just wish that they probably would have put more, I guess, money for a Selena type project. Did you get that from it? Oh, wow. I did not get this is low budget from from watching this series. Um, I I I'm kind of flabbergasted by that. I'm trying to think of what they think is low budget. I mean, she's poor in a lot of the um, you know, the series because it's when they it's literally showing them going from being kids and being poor, mm-hmm. you know, to riding around this dusty ass car to now she's finally blowing up. I don't know what people expected. I mean, it's not going to be a movie. It's a series based yeah. on her her and her family's life and her stardom. Now, I haven't watched this series, but I will watch it. But I've heard a lot of people, there's some, a lot of drama behind the scenes between her family and her her, her widow, 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 like her husband at the time, like, whereas apparently like he signed his rights over to her life. I mean, like, you know, he signed his rights over to the family and they are like, you know, like, okay, fine, we'll take this. And then like, he wrote like a book about their love story. And then they turned that into like the movie or the series. And like the family's upset about that. And like, there was, there were like a lot of petitions. I saw a lot of people like really upset, like saying they hate the family. They don't like the family. And then their team, the husband, like that was, I didn't know that. I didn't know all that was like going on back there like that. That's been happening for a minute. I mean, if you watch the series, you kind of see the division of it's always been like that, like the family versus the husband, because yeah, I mean, um, Selena's dad was very about Selena and the band and she always saw him as a distraction almost. Um, you know, dads, they're, they're worried about their daughters not being focused. You're going to get pregnant. You're going right, to right. fall in love and get married at 19 or whatever. So that's always kind of been a division. Um, so I'm not surprised at all to see it kind of carrying e- even into this, because I also read that her father's going to come out with a book now t- telling like his side of the story. I did hear that. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, because it was actually written by a Latina writer. She said that her disappointment in the series is that you know, because we have this Selena movie that Jennifer Lopez did years ago that took us into her life, that some of the powerful moments where, like, Selena was showing herself kind of as this strong, young artist, entrepreneur, she felt like they took that out the series. So I don't know if that's true or not, but she, the whole article was based on that she felt like they didn't put enough of her personality. It was more about the music and the looking pretty than the stronger moments that would help some young women today. Well, I did see that a lot of people felt that, that it wasn't about Selena, which literally the series is called Selena. They felt like they took Selena out of it and made it more about the family. I honestly don't have a problem with that. And to your to your uh, point, Shayna, I think we have to think that she literally has been singing since she was like six years old. So she wasn't this strong, independent woman off the bat. You know what I'm saying? At some point, she's a little girl following her father's dreams and footsteps and that's what what that's what i think might upset some people that it really more so focuses on the strength of her father and how he really was like kind of like the backbone for that group but they were kids no yeah. kids have that drive <laughs> so it was the father that really was the the driving force you know the one that okay that he got them a new a new bus and the one that kept pushing her and you know so i think maybe that's why people are a little upset but I it literally is like 
it left off the series with her boyfriend who she's in love with being kicked off the tour because, you know, he's their guitarist. So there's a whole nother series. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a little uh, kind of taken back by people having that kind of uh, reaction to it, because there's a whole nother part where literally Selena has to grow into her own. I think at this point she's 18 in, okay, yeah. in her life. Right. So and she's finally starting to push back on, like, figure out, like, what her fashion is. She wants to do an English record, you know. Um, So I didn't see it as like a demoralizing kind of thing, as I've seen some people interpret it. I saw it more as we're seeing her more from like a younger perspective. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think hopefully now in this next series, we're going to see her be a little bit more strong. And the woman that we know to be the woman that broke down the 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 the, you know, the Tejano music barriers and then even cross over into the English world. But I really loved it. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. It's really good, guys. And um, it's nice to see like how her family like I really enjoy that about it. We get to learn that it's really like a family like a family group. Whereas I feel like the movie really focused on her outside of the family. This is really focusing on the struggles that her sister has being a female drummer, you know, and the struggles that her brother has writing her music. Her brother wrote all her music. That kind of gets lost in the sauce when you watch the movie because it really highlights like the grandeur of what Selena was. But I've never seen her father and her brother and her sister, even her mother, in a light in like the light that I'm seeing them now. So I kind of like that, you know, that series is exploring how strong her family was, too. So are you guys going to watch it now since talking about it? I'm going to definitely watch. I love her. (laughs) The night it released, I was there, you know, Friday night after I did my show, like Selena's Selena's Selena's. So, yeah, I loved it. It was great. All right. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) So apparently little baby hired himself a porn star for his birthday and paid her $16,000. <laughs> and um, apparently there's nothing little about little baby, <laughs> according to this sports star. Mind you, he has a girlfriend named Jada. What are your overall thoughts to this? Uh, I don't believe it. Really? Uh, not from reading the tweets and everything. I mean, he said he was with his girlfriend on his birthday. She didn't jump out the window and like say, no, he wasn't, you know, so I'm going to assume he was probably doing the right thing. That's just me. So let me ask you this, because one thing I pointed out, he did say that, but he also never said the girl was lying. He just said, like, I was with my girlfriend, people doing stuff for clout. And I had to read him between those lines, like, he actually never said that she was lying, though. Like, he never said she wasn't telling the truth. He gave out things that would make you think he said that, but he never said she's lying. And if you look at that one thing that she covered up from him, it says something like, why am I paying? And she basically said herself, like, I messed up. Like, I messed myself up. I'm not going to get this opportunity with other people because, again, I guess that's what happens when you pay 16000 you're trying to pay for the person to keep quiet and for her to admit like this will now mess me up in the future that's the only reason why I kind of believe her because she had to realize her own loss in this but I'm sure some other rapper or person is going to be intrigued and pay $16,000 like that's the question I have for you guys because I asked the guy this yesterday would you you little baby you can get it for free $16,000 uh, well, I mean, I, people say that a lot, the whole like you can get it for free line, but that's not always true. Like, like, yes, you are a little baby. Yes, there are women that are throwing themselves at you, but there are certain things you may want to do that other women like, yeah, I want to mess with you, but I'm not doing all of that. Like, you're not yeah. sticking anything in my ear yes. and, and stuff like that. Like, but if you're paying somebody $16,000, maybe there's some fine print where it's just like, Anywhere I want to put it, you're going to allow me to put it there. And she's probably like, okay, I do in the foot when she came out and said it, because you could have got another payday later on. But again, like he said, you're doing it, you're chasing things, you're doing it for clout. Personally, I don't have an issue with it. I mean, yes, it's bad that he cheated on his girlfriend, but like I 
I think that people are sexual people and people find different ways to celebrate their birthdays. I remember when I turned <laughs> 16 or something like that. I think I was 16. It was like almost like a rite of passage for me to go buy a Playboy magazine. And I remember like buying it and being like excited to like look through the pages. And I wasn't reading the articles either. I was looking through the pages. I'm sure you weren't. I wasn't. <laughs> and I, that was cool to me. Like it, it, it legit felt like a rite of passage. So if he decided this is what he, want, he wanted to do to celebrate his birthday with his money, I think that's okay. I think the issue is that it's public now. I think this should have been something that remained private. Yeah, I mean, I think it is true because Jada, his girlfriend, put up like these little throw up emojis, like with the green face, Um, you know, and plus, like if he (laughs) she's not going to come out and be like, my man is lying. It it makes her look crazy. I mean, your man cheated on you with a porn star and paid sixteen thousand (laughs) dollars. Like, mind you, the other baby mama came out the woodwork talking about, oh, so you'll pay $16,000 for a porn star, but you won't even give me that much money for your son. And I was like, oh my God. So, so um, I, I'm kind of, I'm not condoning hiring porn stars, but if you're paying your money and this is what you want for your birthday, like, I get it. It's more so, I feel more so bad for his girlfriend. Yeah, like, what do you what you going to do now, boo? You know, and the porn star even said, like, oh, she'll get six cars. She'll be fine. You know, at like 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 a hush gift. Yeah. But I would be mortified if my man was out there playing sixteen thousand dollars for someone else's coochie. Right. <laughs> like, to, say, to your point, I believe he did do it because I saw a tweet where somebody tweeted her about you shouldn't take him back. You should do this. And she said something to the effect of. I'll handle him in private, not on the internet. Oh, it's like an admission of it happened because you went in again, knowing people are looking at your tweets and it is, you wouldn't write that. And then back to the porn star girl night, I know you don't believe her, but she had too many details, which is why she did mess herself up. Like, oh, because he had to give me 9,000 through Zelle and then a separate transaction. It was too many details for it to not be real. Yeah, I get it. I, as far as sixteen thousand, as far as paying that, if if I was a little baby, I mean, I think that's kind of on the low end for what some of these guys actually pay. <laughs> nah, I'm 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 just saying, like a lot of like dudes are willing to do that, and I think in this situation, if this is true, um, I think he was willing to do it because even in the article, she said he said all about two sentences. It's like this this is exactly what this is. We get in, we get out, bang, bang, mission accomplished. Don't talk about it. And that's it. Like it, it's people that really just want get want to get straight to the point instead of courting and, you know, taking out on dates because he could have got it for free. I'm pretty sure he is who he is, but he doesn't even want to talk. He just want to, he just want to do it. Could it be a porn star? I gotta talk before. Right. We gotta like lay in the bed. We gotta rub a little bit. Like I can't just like, okay, let's do this. I don't well, care how much money. Point. That's why you got a porn star to do whatever, whatever it is that a normal girl probably wouldn't do. She probably didn't do it all. Now here something too though, just as far as like where we're at, like kind of like in this generation where you really can't do anything. Like if, if you signed something, like if she disregarded all of that, if that is the case. So you like, think, it, it's really hard to cheat out here, fellas. Don't you think he had her take a COVID test before? No. <laughs> yeah, you still- or how about a, no. a STD test, maybe a screening? <laughs> Like, well, well that, oh, I think that's a great question right there. That is, that's actually a really good question. That, that literally crossed my mind. Um, as soon as I heard this, did he use a condom? Mm-hmm. And I think even that would be, uh, you know, just putting myself in the girlfriend's shoes. I think that would be the bigger question as well. Like, did you use a condom? I mean, were you safe? I mean, it was on. It was, if it was on his birthday, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm sure he got birthday sex from the girlfriend. <laughs> like, was it before or after me? Right. Like, what are you? This is disgusting. Listen, I'm gonna answer your question. If I'm paying sixteen thousand dollars, I am not wearing a condom. I'll tell you that right now. I'm gonna be in my rawest form. <laughs> I want to feel everything. <laughs> Oh, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel them STDs, that COVID. You're going to feel all of that. Because 
Sixteen thousand with a condom. What is this? Are we slow dancing? What is this? But, but also that girl, like she that means if he paid her sixteen thousand dollars for sex and she went out there to Garnett's point, to she and she went out there and put it out there. Like I know there's clout chase and I understand what that is, but you know, you also just admitted to being a prostitute and that's illegal. Like you could go to jail for trying to get likes on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not smart. She's a porn star, though. Isn't that what she does for a living? She has sex for money. No, not not quite, though. Like, you, like when you're doing it like on camera with for the money and stuff like that, like that's like a job. But if you're doing it, but if you're doing if somebody is soliciting you for sex and you come go into that and you let them pay you for sex, that's prostitution. But this is in Vegas. So I think it's legal oh, in Vegas. Legal in Vegas. In, in Nevada, legal Vegas. Yeah, they knew yeah, all yeah. the loopholes. Okay. Let me mind my business. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me with my lawyer brain coming in. Wait a yeah. minute, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we try to get this girl. Uh, we try to get her locked up. We're trying try to make sure she'll get paid a day in her life. Yeah. I will. I'll say, but I will tell you, there'll be somebody out there to pay her because she's mm-hmm. I've never heard of no damn Miss London. And I'm sure it. someone out there has heard of her that will pay her. Listen, that's never a rumor has never stopped anybody from paying. Like, if that's what they want to do, they're they're going to do it. That's not going to stop them at all. Right. It actually might make it go up because little baby, if little baby say she's worth it, then damn. OK, right. He gave her sixteen thousand dollars. That's look at look at Superhead. She made a career out of this. And you would think that she did this and she put it all out there. Names and dates and locations and everything. (laughs) She put all the information out there. And yet. 20 years later, people are still doing this yep. and they're still messing with the same woman. It's, I mean. Who was the rapper she was dealing with? The young guy? She was, Lil Wayne was one of them. No, no, no. The Oh my God. Because I remember thinking she was dealing with one of the young little rappers and I remember thinking Superhead Probably still all got of it. Them. Oh, recently. It was recently. Uh, yeah, I was like, Superhead still got it. She, she Wait, wrote recently? a whole book. Yes. Yeah, it was like, um... Oh, my God. I remember thinking this woman still got it. it. It was somebody where it was like, what is he doing? Right. Well, Columbus Short, right? Yeah, we know that. She, they had a bad, messy one. What's I forgot it? who it was. Bro, Timmy is another one that she's been with, too. Right. I think that's the one that I yeah. thought about. You know, the one who I thought it was, it was Soldier Boy. That's who it was. Oh, yeah. She was with him. Yep. It was one of the I remember thinking like, yo, she's still hooking them and she got a whole book and these guys just don't even care. Mm-hmm. He actually was just with this guy that I don't even know how I follow him. And he's like a young man. His story is like amazing. Like he came from being homeless to being an entrepreneur. And this dude like put out like a suicide letter because she was going to like put him on blast. And I guess she was allegedly pregnant and was going to keep it. And I don't, I guess he, he's so young. Like, that's what I'm like, girl, you're too old to be doing this to these guys. Like, and he just felt like she was ruining his life and this career that he's now made for himself. And she really put out like articles, like she didn't care. But I'm like, girl, you are too, you could be his mother. <laughs> like, they knew what they want. They were getting themselves into. They wanted a taste. Yeah. She, she, it's a, like y'all say, it's 20 years worth the uh, facts of like, this is what she do. So like if you hopping in that bed, it's, it's 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 up to you. But it's just the fact that she did this twenty years ago, and like people like you know had their opinions about it. Oh, look at you! This is why. This is why I, I love it. The fact that you just okay. <laughs> amazing. Um, but like seriously, the fact that that book came out, people read it. You know what was in there. But there are still women capitalizing on this kind of stuff today. Like rappers are still doing the same stuff. It's. Like the more things change, the more they stay the they same. Stay the same. Yeah. Who was her? I actually read that book too. Me too. <laughs> That's why I pulled it up. I wanted to know the business. Wait a minute. D- DMX, Irv, Irv Gotti, your boy Ja Rule down here, Dex. And the fact that you put Ja Rule and Irv Gotti like they're not buddies. Like you don't even know that they're Eskimo brothers now. Lorenz Tate. I don't know. Who's this? F. Gary Gray. And then remember, she had a Straight long Compton. affair with uh, Bill Maher. Remember that? Like, she was with Bill Maher for a while. Lil Zane. <laughs> what? That's where I leave the party. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm what with who? 
She was with Eddie Winslow too for a little bit. Yeah, she was with him for a while. Bobby Brown. Yeah. She got pictures up in here. I don't even know how you deal with this woman after she put all these pictures of these men in her book. Wait, so the book the book goes from all these pictures of all these celebrity men that she's been sitting, sleeping with to the baby sitting on her lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let you know she got a family to take you understand? Let you know this book was for a reason. <laughs> all right, moving on, my guy, Meek Mill. You know, I try to defend him as much as I can. But some things I just can't defend sometimes. It's hard. Um, he's down in Atlanta in his $400,000 car with his $1,000 of jewelry, you know, um, just signed a major deal with Rock Nation to create a whole nother Dream Chasers label. He sees his little kids on the street selling water like they do in Philly. He pulls down the window, proceeds to record these poor kids, putting them on his social media. And then gives him $20 for the water and tells about six little boys to split the $20 within themselves. And uh, Twitter rightfully roasted him. I'm just so mortified at all of this, guys. I just. I'm conflicted. Uh, try to. I really tried to, like, make sense of it in my head. But I really just come back to this is fucked up. <laughs> You know, the part I think that bothers me the most about the actually I take this back. The only thing that I think Mick Mill did wrong in this situation was recorded and posted. That's what I would have said. I, yeah. I don't think that he was wrong. First off, you're selling bottles of water like I the, this bottle of water that you got. I guarantee you it's Poland Spring or or, or 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 Deer Park. Those they run on special. If you go to Giant, they're what is it? Ten dollars for three packs of them. So. Those waters didn't break those boys' pockets, believe me. Me giving them $20, don't think you have to go do is take that back to the thing and you could have invested that to buy more water. Thank him, that's how you split this. And then you guys can have more water to go sell to these people. The fact that you think it's okay to have expectations of somebody else's money is insane. And then we're getting on social media telling Meek Mill that he's wrong for telling these guys to split it or whatever. Meek is not their father. It's not his responsibility to make sure these kids are eating so forth and so on. I gave you $20 for a bottle of water that I didn't have to give you. You take it, you run with it, you go on about your business. Yeah, I, I also believe, I think him telling them to split it is something to teach them something as well. You know, like work together with the people that you have around. I'm pretty sure that's something he had to do growing up where I know I had to, you know, break down everything. I get $20. If we all together, that's our 20 bucks for the day, you know? So I'm pretty sure he was trying to uh, employ that too, but. Yeah, that was my one issue is obviously, yes, we all think, yes, Meek probably have more than $20. But again, do, do you have to give more than $20? No, not necessarily. But I guess that was my thing with him videoing it because you were videoing it for the purpose of showing yourself doing something good. And it's like, that was probably my main issue more than the $20 splitting it. I had a little issue with the $20 splitting it, but I could have I could get over that. I could get past that. Because again, I don't know, maybe you didn't have small bills or any other bills, but I don't know. But, you, well, you did have more money. But anyway, but the video wing it is like, because it goes back to like this whole thing of why do we have to show ourselves always doing something good or whatever but I will say that also we all know everybody on this zoom especially you know Meek does do a lot you know try to do, do stuff for the youth and everything so I didn't want this to take away from that um but yeah that's probably why you shouldn't video video the $20 exchange you know, I'm all I'm always the kind of person it's like work for your money, you know, from being on this podcast, you guys, I don't think anyone's entitled to anything. I mean, I, I sit on here and even tell the baby moms that they're not entitled to money, you know, but I just think and when I saw this, I kind of had the same. I try to give him the benefit of that, like, OK, maybe he didn't have small bills. I really said that to myself, trying to make sense of it, because there's been plenty of times where I wanted to help out someone on the street and I only had a dollar or I only had 50 cents, you know. Um, but I think the way that the kids were begging is what really kind of made me a little upset, like the way that they were begging and how he only gave them $20 considering how he's rolling up in his car, you know, um, 
I I just felt so bad for the kids. And Dex, I get you. Like, it's not their money. He worked hard for his money. But like, I don't know. You couldn't have given them $100, like $50 or like, why even record if you're going to give them $20? And then he called them punks or something. What did he title the video? Something weird like that. I do think, though, like, back to what you were saying, the part that, like, it's hard to, like, defend. And and I guess this is the reason why I can't defend him recording it is because of the kid's reaction. I think, like... They were that, like... Yeah, and then, but also, like, you, I mean, even the look of the kids, like, you could tell they weren't just, like, out there because they wanted to be. They were out there because they kind of, they probably needed to be out there. And I, I think that was my whole issue with him recording this, because, like, you can look at these kids and be like, you got to do better. You know what I mean? Like, I personally, if I was in the car and I gave them $20 and they started talking like that, and that's all I had, I'm like... I'm sorry. Like, that's all I have. He had no remorse for the way those kids were like begging him and how they looked and clearly like the poverty that they come from. And I think that just shows how disconnected like Meek is. And I think there's a lot of things he's been doing lately that shows that he's really disconnected, including posting his son and uh, like the, the Gucci set and like the shoes that looked like they were for a grown man. And then like showing like this other kid count bankrolls. And it's just like you, you you've lost you've lost it. Like you really don't even understand what you're doing wrong here. I was just I was just very disappointed. Like I said, I like Meek. That's my friend. I try to make sense of it in my brain, but I just cannot really sit here and defend kids in the street selling water and the that face. You roll up in a four hundred thousand dollar car like these kids could be out there selling drugs or robbing people. They're on the street selling water. You can't give them more money mm-hmm. like you got them fighting for twenty dollars, bro. Like I just I it I just I can't. I know that. It's his money and he's entitled to do whatever he wants and there's no obligation. But like what we got to have a bigger heart, y'all, when it comes to kids trying to make a living selling water in the street, like in a pandemic, like they could be out there selling drugs. Like you really gonna give them twenty dollars? Like help them. I just uh, (laughs) I couldn't. That's why I'm still conflicted because it's still a thing where I agree with you as well. But who's to say, you know, he didn't feel bad necessarily about it? Or who's to say, you know, everybody that, you know, begs or asks for money is now entitled to it because all because I feel bad. Like, when does it stop? What if it was 100 kids out there? You know, like, am I supposed to give everybody 100 bucks? So I was like, where do we draw the line? I really thought, you know, 20 bucks for a water that probably cost a dollar is it the most that he could have gave? No, it's not. And I mean, if that's what we're disappointed in, then we probably got to look somewhere else for leadership. But he did give more than what he was supposed to. If he, you know, went to McDonald's and gave somebody an extra 20, I don't think anybody's like really complaining about that or an extra 20 on top of gratuity that's on the tip. You know, I, I feel like the kids part, yeah, it is sad because you don't like anybody begging. You don't like hearing that. But, you know, put yourself in his shoes as well. I don't think saying no when you know you have a lot is a comfortable a comfortable position to really be in when you always have to hear somebody asking for something. But why then put your, your, your window down? Like, I'm sure it's tinted. You know, why even stop? I mean, they humiliate those poor kids, you know, who are, are selling, they're selling water, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I just, it really bothered me. And I was just really disappointed in him. I don't know why. It's not my money. It's his money. But I just I feel bad for those kids. It's Meek. Everybody care what Meek does. And one day <laughs> it, rub us the wrong way. The next day <laughs> it's just it's a pattern of Meek. It'll, my, it'll, whole, my whole thing is these kids going to grow up and be like, damn, remember when Meek Mill gave me a dollar? <laughs> after, I split it with, I, after I split it with my boys, it was like $3. <laughs> Watch, that's going to be a story. Kid gets $3 from Meek Mill and builds empire to help poor kids yep. <laughs> sell like, water. I think that was my other issue was then you follow it up in the next coming days with like your son in the Gucci outfit. I thought the same thing about the shoes. And then like you put this chain on them. So again, and I'm not saying that you have to live for us, but you also didn't have to record that video for us. So when you like have this kind of social responsibility, it is like this gift and a curse of you living your life 
in the social media world. You know, this reminds me, Cardi B posted like an $88,000 purse and people dragged her. I think the downfall of social media is that we're seeing the luxury that these artists are living in the midst of a pandemic right. where some people are struggling to, to keep up with rent and mortgages. I just, it's, people got have, we have too much time on our hands worrying about what other people do so much. Like Cardi B buying a purse that she can afford and worked hard for. And I'm pretty sure her family's taken care of. She's also, you know, doing stuff in the community. She participated politically. What else do you like? She can't <laughs> like. Right. But I guess the question is just like how we question ourselves. Like, did I have to just post that? Like, did you have to say to us, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy this $88,000 bag? Like, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily <laughs> know in the midst of a pandemic with your platform. And again, you are just a person. But that's, again, if we ourselves in, in our lives question, should I have posted that? People don't need to know that. I guess sometimes I just feel like with these celebrities, I don't know if they go through that same thing because you are, your platinum form is magnified. Like nobody's going to really care if I'll be like, should I get this uh, $25 dress from Fashion Over or not in the midst of a <laughs> pandemic? Because I probably don't only got like 20 people. Whoever watches the pod is looking at my Twitter and that's about it. And again, that would be like, well, did you even have to tweet that though? Like, did you have this week? Should you go to fashion over or not? Like, no. Right, right. Uh, speaking of expensive things, um, Drake's $80 candle. <laughs> First of all, who's paying $80 for a candle um, that smells like Drake? You? Not necessarily that smells like Drake. I believe <laughs> candles, though. Like, as far as, and I, I'm starting to get into, you know, some of the ones that cost like 20, 30, 40 bucks. And it is a big difference. Like it really is a big difference. So I'm interested. I, I haven't purchased one uh, that that costs that much yet. But uh, I'm 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 interested in seeing how these expensive candles. Like, what's the real reason behind it? So okay. So yeah. this is what I will say. Like this candle, yes. And I'm even like a candle person now. And this candle probably was like twenty dollars. Is that cactus blossom? No, this is strawberry guava. Okay. Look at but I was gonna say I do know that there are like like so for example Diddy has a candle I think it's called Bells that he loves and it's like the smallest candle and that candle I think is like I don't know like $125 or something like crazy and supposedly the scent is amazing I don't know if I'm gonna ever get to that point where I am that into a candle because $20 you don't understand I had this candle in my cart for like three weeks, like looking like, Ooh, like right. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, so I, I, I love candles. I'm a candle obsessed. But a, I don't know if I ever spend eighty dollars on a candle. Then b, a candle that smells like Drake. Like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that. And they tried to describe something, something must, which made me more confused. Like, so is this his scent? Like when he puts on cologne. So is it really the cologne scent or is it like his essence of he's kind of sweaty after he came out the shower? Like, what does that mean? It smells like him. Yeah. That was literally four breaks on the air for me that day. <laughs> what does Drake smell like? And I went through the list of possible things that he might smell like. I'm like, well, he got to smell like money, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so maybe he smells like when you open like a leather box. And then it smells like rich, you know, like rich or maybe it smells like rich sex, like musky and or maybe he smell like dove. You know how some men, they just be smell like dove and Irish spring when they come out the shower. And then I went through like maybe he smelled like food, like cinnamon. You know, or like that maybe, food he was cooking at, at that. I, you are in that. my head. <laughs> you are in my head. That was my next thing. How about if it smells like that mac and cheese that he <laughs> made with the raisins? So, um, so I would want to smell it just to see what Drake smells like. Yeah, I, I, I are you gonna buy it or you want to smell it? Just smell it. I'm not buying okay. no eighty dollar candle. First of all, I won't buy a candle unless it's on sale. I just bought candles from Yankee Candle. They had uh forty percent off. You won't see me buying that twenty seven dollar candle. It came all the way down to fifteen dollars. Okay, I'm pretty sure these candles gonna go on sale too for the holidays. No, no. no. <laughs> no. Paltrow's um candle and Erica Badu's candles, which both smell like their vaginas, those candles sold out, and I think they were like seventy five dollars or something like that. They were up there. Oh, the see, price. I didn't know how much theirs were. Yeah, yeah. I heard about theirs, but the, 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 the actual buying theirs, and I 
I'm a, I'm into candles. I really, really love candles. I love scents in general, like candles, cologne, that kind of stuff. Like I really like them. And this past weekend, I spent $200 on candles. So I may spend $80 on a candle. That's how not- many candles? Oh, I racked up. They were $10 each. They were three. Wait, it wasn't one. But if it was there, but if it was, if you're willing to spend that kind of money and this is something that you really like, I don't think there's an issue with going out and going ahead and buying that like a purse or something like that. Like, I know it's not going to last forever, but for me, like when it comes to a candle, like a really good candle, I don't need it to last forever. I just need that moment that I get with it. And I'm like, damn, this is a really good purchase. That that's what my problem would be with buying the $80 candle. First of all, I'll smell like Drake is there. You know, so I'm like, mmm, smells like Drake. But then, like, it it goes away and it runs out. And then it's like, how many of I really like how Drake smells? What happens then? I got to go and get a whole nother $80 candle? And knowing him is going to be limited edition. So you're not going to get me used to your scent. And then all of a sudden you take that away? It's like when you're in a relationship and you get used to smelling the man. And then all of a sudden the man ain't there. And it's like, you want to get him out of your mind, but then certain smells remind you of him. And now you miss him. Like, I can't be missing a man I don't even know because I'm used to his smell. So I'm not doing that. That's funny. Yeah, that's, I, I feel that's a pretty good comparison too because I, I even feel like the, the whole candle industry and the way people collect it is sort of like cologne or perfume like for your house. And I know I'm 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 pretty interested in cologne. So, you know, I think my most expensive bottle may have been 120 bucks. And I love the crap out that of it. That was Chanel. Huh? That was Chanel. Chanel, uh, no, 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 no. It was uh Valentino. Oh. Valentino. But it but that's also something, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna wear it too often, or maybe it's seasonal and you know, maybe you treat the candles like this as well. So I'm I that's a really good point. Because think about it, we really, like, I, I do at least, I, I buy cologne every single week. I buy cologne or shoes, like every every week, every other week or whatever. Like that's like the thing that I'm into now. So if one of those weeks I decide, you know what, I'm not going to buy the YSL, which by the way is $100. I'm not going to buy the YSL. I'm going to buy a, an essence candle that smells like Ashanti. <laughs> I'm going to buy that. <laughs> I'm going to get that candle. That, <laughs> that, that. That smells like WAP. Um, <laughs> that's the. <laughs> or, like yeah, I'm like, imagine if Drake's candle smells like Medici. <laughs> that's why when they were trying to explain the musk, I was like, I don't know what this means. We about to find out. You know, he's about to be my coworker. I know. They gave him a channel on Sirius XM. So maybe I, when we get back to the normal, I can smell him in the hallway. Listen, I'll capture the, the essence of Drake in a little bottle and sell it on eBay. <laughs> I, I got it. For the candles. I got it. <laughs> the Drake candle? Yeah, they just said through pre-orders it's already sold out. Mm-hmm. Who would buy a candle and they don't know what it smells like? They don't even know when they're going to get it. We're in the midst of a pandemic right now. And I was in Bath and Body Works this weekend, slightly pulling down my mask and smelling those candles. I'm going to smell the candle before I ever purchase it. And by the way, if you guys are in the market for candles, mahogany coconut is amazing. Oh, <laughs> wait. So is that why there was a line? So I was at the mall and I haven't been to the mall because, you know, I'm COVID crazy. I don't go nowhere. But we were doing um, Santa photos with uh, my cousin's daughters. And mind you, Santa was like 35 feet away. I don't even know why we took a Santa photo. I'm like, Santa is in the North Pole. Why did we take this picture? He's literally in the back and he's so far behind. He looks blurry. The camera couldn't like get both of, you know, all three faces in one picture prepare for this and it was like he was all dark anyways <laughs> then, so I first of all I went to Lord and Taylor who's closing down I've never been into Lord and Taylor I got a hundred dollar shoes for fourteen dollars all of the Lord and Taylors well how come nobody told me because I could have got the cologne out of there <laughs> it's been going out a bit well let me tell you what they did do with some of the stuff they marked it up so they mark it down if that makes sense can you let me know the last day to go in? To- go in now. They're sick. Yeah, it's sixty percent off. Sixty. Yeah, about to be I got for like like probably two months. I got I got a hundred dollars shoes for fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars. Yeah, they have. Uh-huh. Well, if you've been like on City Avenue and the one in 
king of pressure, there's signs, like there's signs that say going out of business. I, when I tell you, I don't really leave the house like that. Like I, I live, I live on City Avenue and there's like, if you this, is, this is in Philadelphia, guys. Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> I live in this area, but like a little bit farther down from the area that Shane is talking about. And I never go past that way. But if we were still working, well, if we were still working in the office, I would go that way, but they probably wouldn't be closer. So I guess there's <laughs> But the point was when I was leaving Lord and Taylor's with my $100 shoes that I paid $14 for, I saw a line at Bath and Body Works. I said, there is no way I am standing on a line in the middle of a pandemic to get candles. What is wrong with y'all? Those candles really go. I actually got a couple. (laughs) You was on a line? I I wouldn't got a couple. I I was in a line two days in a row. Wait, you went two days in a row? Yeah, because like, that's that's, that's the 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 snickerdoodle one. Snickerdoodle. I know all the candles in Bath and Body. I'm telling you, like, it was it was an experience. And to be honest with you, I went up there today because I wanted to exchange one for another. That's Ooh, my. That one? Oh, that's the one. Oh. I would not. I would never get that. It, I feel like that would be too strong. Yeah, like, that might be like great. It's very manly. Yeah, that one kind of reminds me of like uh, if you guys ever like walked into like the Abercrombie. Yes, yes. <laughs> it kind of smells like that. That's what I meant by new leather. Drake probably smells like that. That's kind of yeah. what I was trying to describe. Well, Drake smells like that. That's what I was trying to describe, like brand new, like a new car. Like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like with, with like an expensive new car. Like that's how I feel like he would smell. Anyways. Uh, moving on, our topic uh, is about family. So I was thinking about this. I forgot what I was watching. But, you know, um, a lot of the times everybody goes through their stuff in their relationships. And sometimes we make the mistake of telling our family members a lot of bad stuff, you know, because normally when bad stuff happens, we complain and then we forget to tell them about the good stuff. So what happens a lot of times in some relationships is your family or your friends start forming these negative opinions about your significant other. So then when you're back together with them, it's like, here you go with that bum, you know, so they're they're judging, you know, because you haven't told them the positive things. You've only told them the negative things. So I decided that I kind of wanted to unpack that a little bit for our topic today. So uh, when you're in a relationship and you apologize to your partner, right, for something idiotic that you did, should you take it a step further and apologize and explain yourself to their family members, too? Shannon, can you start? I I just feel like it's hard because, again, this is like you hit the nail on the head. You forgive them, but your family does not. And they, and this is one thing you hear a lot of relationship experts and just people, you know, tell you like, you don't tell your family. Sometimes we do it out of anger and we're just upset and we need somebody to talk to. You don't tell them, and especially if it's something super bad, unless you're really ready to move on to that for that relationship. I mean, I've made the mistake of doing this in certain, it could even be something small that I probably shouldn't have said about my partner or my mate. And like two days later, or again, my one friend calls me a two second gangster. I'm like, oh, it's okay. He loved me. We good. But then, you know, it could be my mom or my cousins or my friends are like, no, no, like that's not okay. I actually was watching Sex in the City and thinking about Mr. Big and as a person in my life. And I'm like, that's how my friends feel about him. Like, what are you doing? What are you, because I've now said these things, some that probably, yes, are completely forgivable but and then when you build that library of all these things they're just like no like this person is no good like how can you keep going back to that it's a very very hard thin line because again when you're going through you want the support of the people you care the most about but i I don't even think them apologizing to your family will make a difference based on the level of what it was and you know, again, there could be some things that they felt about you. Like they could be waiting, be like, "I ain't never like her." Yeah. I ain't never like her. <laughs> but, so that one thing is going to stay there. It could be he forgot to put the clothes in the dryer, and then the clothes smell like mildew. But that one thing, see, he's so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it will keep coming back. So it's just a really, really thin line about protecting what you say about your partner and your mate. And I don't think it's an easy answer on that one hopefully yes if they know they've done something that's 
truly detrimental to the trust and the foundation of your relationship and you share that, I think it would be big of them to apologize to your family, but I don't know that that necessarily changes the scope of how your family and friends feel about them. What you said, like the whole time you were talking, like I heard song lyrics like in the background, like they're everything you just said was so good it was so profound it reminded me like a song that oh foolish by ashanti that's what it reminded me of like it was really giving me those vibes kisha coke could never now i think i think think that was good yeah you're right because you keep i keep running back to you i got you i got you Mm But I, I do think like I was watching and nobody judged me because it's quarantine, but I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians recently and <laughs> they had um, Tristan Thompson was on there talking to um, his girlfriend's mom about like how he hurt her. And she said to him, and this is very profound coming from the Kardashians, but the mom was like, we're so close as a unit that when you hurt them, you hurt, hurt me. us. And like, he was like, you know what? I never meant to hurt you. I didn't think of it like that. And like, to me, like, honestly, if I was ever in this situation, I do think I would apologize to my fiance's entire wife, um, like our family. <laughs> I, would, I would apologize to the entire family just because I don't even know if they've heard or, or who knows what, but I know that it happened. And if she's comfortable with me having a conversation with them, I would want to apologize to the whole family. And I think I don't think that's a normal thing to do. I don't think anybody really does that, but I think moving the way life is going and the way like we just need to be more on each other, like just as far as units and being more unified, I think that's great to reach across the table like that. We want our politicians to do it, so we should do it too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I think that's actually a very good point. Uh, oh, I thought you were about to say kill all that bullshit. <laughs> Because I've I've never really even looked at it like that as far as just, you know, just trying to be the bigger person out of the entire situation, even after a mess up. Um, I do think at a certain point, though, I mean, those words are going to fall on dead ears. So maybe like, what's the point, you know, if you're already going to feel some kind of way about me, you know, and the person may be a good person and, you know, they may have forgiven each other then, but then the family still resent them. I just think it's about... (laughs) Maybe you don't, I'm not going to say don't tell them because you're always going to be open and honest, but maybe that person has to find out a way to deliver the message too, where it's not hate. If you're seeking advice, get advice, try to get the best advice, tell both sides, but don't just tell one side because all you're going to get is one side back and you can't blame anybody else but yourself because you put it out there. For me, it's character. You know, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation because it's not something that people normally do. Um, But I think for me, it shows that the person has character, whether I'm going to change my mind about them at all or yes, whether I'm going to change my mind about them or not. You know, it's you care enough about that person to change how I see you, because um, regardless of whether you apologize to family members or not, if you hurt a family member, we're not going to like you, period. You know, my family is that tight knit. Even my friends, you know, I am that friend that I'm normally the one that's like, yeah, I don't like him, you know? And there's been situations in my friends and my personal life where a guy that I did not like for my friend, he proved me wrong. You know, he got it together. He stepped up and he showed me a different side of him. And now we joke. Remember when I couldn't stand you, you know, but it's because you was doing my girl dirty, you know, or you was you was acting up or you wasn't on your P's and Q's, you know. But for me, it's more so about character and just being mindful that this could affect the relationship that you have with this person's friends or family members. So you want to mend that, you know with them too right and that was the next point you know there was a situation that i went through with my family and it changed the relationship between me and my family member because of something that the person's partner did you know and the person's partner might have apologized to her but i still felt some type of way about what happened and not that i needed an apology but how am i supposed to get over the hurt that you caused this person that i love now, now I, you know, now I'm ready to kick down the door waving the four four for my for my friend or my cousin or whatever. Like I'm ready to slide through it and you know break some glass. We cutting some tires. What we doing? You know, so it's like you can't get rid of that energy 
to ride or die for your friend or, you know, for your family member or whoever you love. So it's funny that that you took it like that route, because like for me, like I don't think anything can really happen in relationships that makes me resent the other person's mate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I just don't think I've ever been there. My issue always comes with the core person that I know. So like one of the biggest people that this has happened to is my sister. Like she will tell me situations about something that she's going through with a guy. And I would tell I would give the advice. I try not to give people advice because I know like sometimes I may not follow exactly what I'm telling you to do in this situation. But so when I do give advice, it's like, I really mean this and I really think you should do this. And so I remember giving countless times, giving her advice on the situation and she didn't take it and she didn't listen to it. And I'm like, you're coming to me with this and this is really detrimental to you. Like this isn't a good situation to be in, but you didn't listen to what I said. I can't be mad at him because I don't know him. I can't tell him what to do, but I'm very upset with you because you came to me, I gave you something and you didn't take it. And I know it's hard for people to just run and take, do whatever somebody else tells them to do. But if you're coming to someone with a vent, you should be able, if you really want to vent to a person and asking for advice, you should be ready to take that advice. Yeah, but that's exactly like what you guys both said is sometimes what that happens definitely affects your relationship right. beyond their relationship, your relationship with your family member or friend. Like, you know, I know, I I mean, obviously I've been in this situation myself, but I've had girlfriends that it's like, you know, we're not going to forgive them, right? Like, I, like you're going to do what you want to do. Right. And, and sometimes it will get you to the point, depending on what it is that you get so angry, like, why don't you see this? Why don't you see what we all see? And, you know, listen, and you do really kind of get angry and lose, I don't want to say lose respect, but get no, it, it gets lost. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't get to the point where you, you lose respect yeah. for that person that you do love because you're just so angry based on the situation. But I think the good word was character because to your point, whether or not the family member or the friends are going to forgive you, it says a lot about you to be willing to do that. That, that And bottom line, like you said, they can say like, you know, I'm never going to forgive him what he did to Shirley, but he did come apologize. Right. He did right. He did own up and take and take responsibility for what he did wrong. And, I, you know, it might take a while to rebuild that relationship. But at least I know that you have enough character and you care enough about the person that you both share in common that you're going to address that. You know, didn't Big ask um, her friends for Carrie's hand in marriage? Yeah, And that was the big thing in Sex in the City. And it's funny because this episode I was watching today was like, season four where she starts being friends with him again and they're like every single one even samantha right. is like what are you doing like right. we know the history what are you doing she's like no we just gonna be friends so they hated this man and then when it comes down to it he comes to them like should i go get her should i should i win her back and, it, and that was like the turning point of it again it showed a lot of his character right I got to say this. I really do have to say this to you guys. I am really blessed to have you guys as female friends. This is <laughs> of mine. So maybe a month or two ago, I was watching E and they were playing like some show or whatever. And then after E went off, the, the, the Sex and the City movie came on and I watched the movie and I remember Charlotte. I remember Charlotte yeah. hit big in the face with the flowers when he spoiled. Yes, yes. that would have been me. Spoiler <laughs> alert, guys. He didn't show up to the wedding. So when big didn't show up to the wedding, um, Charlotte was upset with him and hit him with the flowers. And I remember saying to myself, like, I don't think it's really that serious for you to be that upset. Like, I didn't stand you up. I stood up like, why was she that mad about it? But now talking to you guys. I know the situation now. I never yeah. watched the show, but I just watched the movie. And now I wanted so badly to ask that question on Twitter, but I didn't want nobody to judge me. Oh, they would have been. So four, season three. Everything. Wow. No, but seriously, I mean, when you love somebody, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be a friend. It could be a family member, you know, a sister. Um, a, you know, a cousin, I mean, you, you, it hurts you to see that person hurt. So if someone continually hurts that person, you start hating that person, <laughs> you know? And it's like, why are you, why do you always F up and hurt that hurt this person? Like now you hurt. Now I'm mad, mm-hmm. you know, like now I'm ready to fight you. And I it's, have to uh, right. 
<laughs> like now we got problems. So I had a situation where I literally would not talk to somebody because he did somebody that I knew wrong. I would not speak to him. And my mother was telling me that I was petty and I need to get over it. And it's not my business and to grow up. No, I'm not talking to him. Grow up. Yeah, my mother, my mother's like, my mother's like an angel on earth. She be forgiving people for stuff. I'd be like, mama, everybody don't need forgiveness. <laughs> Listen, people can steal from her. She would be like, well, maybe they need it. No, mom, <laughs> they what? need it. They need it more than I did. No, mom, they stole from you. Call the cops. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's that kind of thing. Like big went and asked her friends. And that showed, oh, I really care about this person. So just, you know, try to normalize apologizing to family members or at least having conversations like, look, this wasn't uh, my best moment. (laughs) I didn't make the best choice. I'm hoping that you don't judge me long term because of this stupid moment in my life. You know, let it happen again. Right. And again, be careful well. what you say <laughs> in your relationships to your family and your friends. Because again, once you forget them, don't mean they do. Amen. Child, I got to learn that the hard way because I be telling everybody. <laughs> I be calling Garnett. I be telling Garnett. I be calling Garnett like, do you know what this did? <laughs> you That's Scorpios, you Scorpios get on my nerves. <laughs> you're That's also the type of like, if you get to that point where you're like, you really are venting to other people. You have way out the door. Like you're not going to stick around. Like you're you know of- what I thought, Dex, but there's this thing called love. <laughs> and you know what? For the life of me, it is it has hit me. And I really learned that sometimes all literally you could have you could be raised up to be a certain person uh-huh. and not take no BS. And then it takes the right person and the right feelings. And next thing you know, you're like, I am really putting up with stuff I never thought I would. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Definitely does. Child. And then I'll be telling them, like, do you understand? I have never dealt with this in my life. I have never tolerated this kind of behavior. And you tell them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, this has happened to Garnett, I'm sure. You tell them this this has been something that has never happened to you. But for some reason, you are allowing this one person to do this to you. It's called love. I don't, I can't explain it. I won't even try. Dex, <laughs> so, I'm sure you've been there. Dex, you've never been there? No, I mean, I get it. I, 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 think, I think all of us at some point or another, either we've been there or we're going to be there because I, I always think about like, I always used to be like, my perfect mate would be this, 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 and this. And then it's like, you've created this human being that like in the real world kind of really doesn't exist. Exist. And like you put that lens on and you go to any man or any woman or whatever, and you're talking to them. And it's like, well, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, but I guess I do like these things. And it's like a compromise. And I think that's kind of the cool thing though. Like, especially the one that's like, I don't put up with X, Y, Z. And then you start to like open up a little bit and put up with it. Unless it's like, you know, (laughs) cheating or buying a stripper or whatever. Like, uh, (laughs) but the other thing that you ever wanted to do, like you're doing it. Like I am, I am about to become an Eagles fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. But oh like, my God. Yeah, and I'm really, I've, I've, I've been, it's weird. It's a really weird thing to even say out loud because it sounds stupid. That's people to say out loud. Yeah, but it's just like one of those things that, like being with my fiance and like her family and everything like that, like it is like. It's it changed you. Weird. I'm like, I feel, I feel crazy. Like I've, I've loved the Cowboys since I was eight years old. And now. I was going to say, your fiance might got that wop. You changed the <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. I need to hang out with her. <laughs> How you get him to change? You changing teams. Enemies. And it's not just a team, it's the Eagles. Right, right. right. The Eagles and the cow girl. Nightmare. <laughs> that's that's literally what happens. Stuff that you never thought you would do, you're doing, you know? I mean, there was a time where I was like, I would never accept a man with kids. <laughs> you know? And I've dealt with men with kids, well, <laughs> you know, just two. What? <laughs> You're like, well, it's just two. Right. Now I'm like, oh, well, I could be a stepmom. <laughs> okay. I can have five kids and be the Kardashians. It's fine. 
<laughs> we can have a YouTube channel and just put all the kids together. It's nothing, you know. <laughs> so um, uh, thank you guys. It was a great conversation today. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Please follow us on uh, YouTube. Our YouTube numbers are starting to slowly go up. So, um, yes. And uh, thank you to everyone who listens to the audio version and follow us on social media at Mina's House Pod. And, you know, we'll have one more podcast next week. And then I guess we'll take a break for um, the last two weeks. Um, Shayna, Shayna's going. I don't want to put your business out there. But, um, you know, we're praying for Shayna. Shayna got a lot going on in her life. So um, we are um, going to take the last two weeks off. And uh, Shayna, let us know if you're coming back next week or not. Yeah. And um, but top of the year, we will all be back together. And uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. I mean, say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. <laughs> Dexter Stuckey, a.k.a. Dex the One. And this is the 156th episode of the Mina's House podcast. Bye.